please stand. We make our beginning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O God of grace and mercy, we give you thanks for your loving kindness to all your servants, who, having finished their course in faith, now rest from their labors. Grant that we also may be faithful to death and receive the crown of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We sing our first hymn, Amazing Grace. It's number 744 in your hymnal. this time I invite grandson Parker Shane to please come forward to share some family remembrances with us.
our Grandpa Fred was quite the character, and I would, wanted to take some time to talk about his life. Grandpa was a man who could fix anything. If he couldn't fix something, then it was probably not fixable at all. He would take something that most people would just throw away when it quit working and make it work again, sometimes even better when it was new. Grandpa was proud of his country. He would tell us that he was so blessed to live in a country that we had the freedoms that we enjoy. You could find him volunteering his time putting flags up on poles throughout this town during patriotic holidays. Grandpa was a storyteller. Anybody that knows our Grandpa Fred knows that he could tell some of the best stories ever. From, from work, his time as a sheriff's deputy, to hunting, he always seemed to have some kind of crazy story. Grandpa was never short of words. He could talk about anything under the sun. Our grandpa was the type of person, if you asked him what time it was, he would then proceed to tell you how the watch worked. <laughs> Even if you asked him something and he didn't know, he would say, well, I don't know, but here is how I think it works. Usually, you were lucky if that explanation only lasted a half an hour. Grandpa was a man of great faith. He had faith in the words of God and the Bible. Even when he was unable to get out and go to church due to his illness, he loved to listen to Pastor Jake's messages on the radio. Grandpa was proud of his family. He always told us how proud he was of the people that we were. He always liked to brag on us grandkids and his kids to others. Grandpa will never be forgotten. Grandpa, we will miss you. You will hold a special place in our hearts. We will see you again someday. We will always love you, and we will never forget you. I love you, Grandpa. We continue with the responsive reading. It is Psalm 23. It is found printed in your bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, as it was in the beginning. At this time, Hallie, Shane, will come forward to read our first reading. On April 15, 1962, 
Our grandpa Fred was confirmed here at Trey Luton Church. Today I'd like to share his confirmation verse. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love you, Grandpa. I'll miss you. Second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and I invite our next reader to please come forward. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. from John 14, 1 through 7. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you myself, and where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, I do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and I am the truth, I am the life. 
No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you will have known my Father also. From, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Please be seated. We sing our next hymn, How Great Thou Art, we'll, that is number 801. We will sing verses 1 through 2. Pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this afternoon from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So to Pam and Marcus and Michelle, dear family and friends of Fred, now, some of you here today are too young to remember that there was a TV show that came out in the 1980s. That show was called MacGyver. The premise of the show was for us to watch how MacGyver got out of sticky situations by using his wit, his pocket knife, and whatever he had handy. Fred Shane was the closest living embodiment to MacGyver that I have ever met. If you gave Fred a toothpick and some duct tape, he could probably build you a Chevy. 
You see, Fred loved how things worked, and oftentimes when he and I would visit, it was me listening 10% of the time, while the other 90% of the time was him trying to explain to me the inner workings of various machines, physics, climate change, and basically anything that had to do with how stuff worked. I never had the heart to tell him, but it usually went straight over my head. But he loved to talk about it. Fred was also an avid outdoorsman who loved to no surprise how a gun was properly put together or assembled. And in speaking with Sandra this past week, she told me the story of the very first time that she met Marcus's parents. Pam, she said, was just as sweet as could be. (laughs) And Fred felt like he needed to bring in a couple of his guns to show Sandra in Marcus's room, his door was open, and to tell her all about how they worked. It was a real pleasure getting to know Fred better during our visits and our time together. Not only did he talk a lot about machine parts and other things, but he loved to talk about how much he loved his family, especially his wife Pam. He would just about tear up every time that he got to tell me about them or something that they had done that made him really proud. And really, all of you were the crown jewel of his life here on this side of heaven. And as Hallie read just a few moments ago, Fred's confirmation verse is from Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I don't know if you all noticed that there is one big similarity between Joshua 1.9 and the 23rd Psalm that we all just read together. The last part of Joshua 1.9 says this, For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And when we were reading the 23rd Psalm, did you happen to notice what is in the exact center, the middle of the 23rd Psalm? For you are with me. You see, there are exactly 26 Hebrew words before that phrase, and exactly 26 words after it. What's more, the numerical value of the letters in the divine name Yahweh actually equals the number 26. His name is the first Hebrew word in the psalm, and he is the thou, he is the you, who is with me. The abiding presence of the good shepherd with us, whether we're in a valley of the, of the shadow of death or surrounded by enemies, is the beating heart of the 23rd psalm. In life, God was with Fred. On October the 31st, 1948, he became a baptized child of the Heavenly Father. And on that day, on that wonderful day, the Holy Spirit claimed Fred as his own. The pastor said these words over him. Fred, receive the sign of the cross, both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. And so he was. Fred is now in the presence of his Savior. He can see Jesus face to face because God on that day marked him as one redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. And God kept his promise to Fred. 
The same words he spoke to the thief on the cross are the same words that God spoke, really, every day to Fred. Today, you, Fred, are with me in paradise. With me in paradise. And because Jesus promised that those who believe and are baptized will be saved. And so from the day that he was baptized until December the 10th, 2019, God was with Fred. And really, Fred was living in eternity with God. We can say that with assurance because where is Fred now? His soul is in heaven with Jesus, with his Lord, as he awaits the final resurrection. Until his last day on this earth, Fred was living in eternity with God. You, as a baptized child of the Heavenly Father, you as baptized, and you who believe, are living in eternity with God today. Lives, and, and we now live in anticipation of when Jesus will return. And the text that was just read from 1 Corinthians speaks to this so well. Paul writes, But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching to you is in vain. And your faith is in vain. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is useless. And you are still in your sins. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep, For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all shall be made alive. And so Fred was alive with God in Christ here. He is alive with with Christ now, in paradise with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in whose name that he was baptized, in whose name all of his sins were washed away. And so at the font, Fred's pastor poured water over him three times and said, Fred, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. How appropriate that during this Advent season, as we prepare for the coming of Emmanuel, we prepare for the one whose name means God with us. Throughout his life, Emmanuel was with Fred. In death, Emmanuel was with Fred. In heaven, Emmanuel is with Fred. And Pam and Marcus and Michelle, dear family and friends of Fred's, remember this day that Emmanuel is with you too. At this very moment, he is sending his angels to surround you, At this very moment, he is sending his Holy Spirit to grant you peace, the peace that surpasses all that our minds are able to do, the peace that surpasses all human understanding. It's bigger than anything that we can grasp. It is the peace that comes with knowing that our Redeemer lives. And so in Jesus, so will Fred. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the song of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever And the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing, and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing, and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever I'd stay in the garden with him Though the night around me be falling But he bids me go Through the voice of woe His voice to me is calling And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever Please stand. We now confess our faith together using the words of the Apostles' Creed, the same faith that Fred had. And so we do so by using the Apostles' Creed as found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord.
Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and your peace. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and that through the gate of death and the grave we may pass with him to our joyful resurrection. Grant to your faithful people pardon and peace that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Grant to all who mourn trust in your loving care that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Help us, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe in and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death that he ended the power of death, and by his resurrection opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Ready us in the assurance that because he lives, we shall live also, and that neither death nor life, nor things present nor things to come, will be able to separate us from your love which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. This does conclude this portion of the service for this morning. We invite you out to the graveside uh, as we finish the service.